It's Thursday morning, January 26th, 2023. Happy birthday to the great one. Wayne Gretzky, number 99, is 62 today. Ellen has a birthday today. What did you do for your birthday? We had some lovely wine, and then we, well, you know what happened. Uh, <laughs> we played Boggle, and... She is 65 years old. Sportscaster Bob Euchre. Just a bit outside. He is 88 years old. It was 30 years ago tonight. Bill and Hillary Clinton appeared on 60 Minutes. When the tabloid went down there offering people money, to say that uh, they had been involved with me. But they said the issues were not relevant to his campaign for president. On that same day, six years later, President Clinton forcefully denying having an affair with a White House intern. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Lots going on three years ago today. Five cases of COVID were confirmed in the United States, including new cases in California and in Arizona, all of the infected people had traveled to Wuhan, China. That night, 18-year-old Billie Eilish made history at the Grammy Awards, becoming the youngest to sweep Best New Artist, Best Album, Record, and Song of the Year. What a night for Billie Eilish. And just hours before the Grammy Awards started, the world found out about this tragedy. Breaking news in this Sunday afternoon, five-time NBA champion, former league MVP, Kobe Bryant died earlier this afternoon in Los Angeles in a helicopter crash. The former Lakers star was 41. Phil and Maddie going to be a windy, rainy morning. Going to clear up, though, by this afternoon. We'll see sun and clouds and highs up in the mid-50s, which is where we are right now, 54. Time. Time to spill the tea on today's celeb gossip and Hollywood buzz. Here's Maddie's entertainment update. On the Michael and Maddie Show. On the Michael and Maddie Show. Guess who's coming back to social media? Donald Trump. Now allowed to make a comeback, but it's going to come with some rules. <laughs> Meta made the announcement yesterday saying the accounts will be restored in the coming weeks noting it believes users should be able to hear what politicians have to say in order to make informed decisions. But... They said the suspension was an extraordinary decision taken in extraordinary circumstances. The normal state of affairs is that the public should be able to hear from a former president and a declared candidate for that office again on our platforms. But that does not mean there are no limits to what people can say on our platform. People, not just him. Interesting. Well, I, I don't think they want to single him out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know no. what I mean? Uh, when, there is a clear, when there is a clear risk of real world harm, we act. So he was kicked off in 2021. So wow. it's been a while. It's been almost two years, right? Because he got kicked off in January of 2021 January after yeah. the U.S. Capitol situation. He was booted from everything like Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Shopify, Pinterest. Snapchat, Pinterest. Reddit. Yeah. He was on Pinterest? Who knows? Can you imagine that vision board? Like, oh my gosh. Uh, even TikTok, Twitter, which seemed to be his favorite, made the call to permanently ban him altogether, claiming he was too dangerous. But Elon Musk reversed that decision. So he's so, out of jail. He is out of jail in the coming weeks. So get ready for all of the entertainment. I missed it. 
I'm not gonna lie. The, the entertainment was. He's got something like good. 90 million followers. Something like. Well, that's because half the country is not. one way, half the country right. is the other way. But so. I didn't even know that was physically possible to have that many people follow you. Like that's intense. That's a lot of people. That's intense. Even if, like, if I'm Donald Trump, even I'm like, whoa, that's intense, you know? (laughs) After facing criticism for including 12-year-old Ryan Armstrong on their list of nominees, the Razzies have made yet another improvement to their parody awards program. The Golden Raspberry Awards, a club known for honoring what they believe to be the worst movies and performances of the year, came under fire for placing her in the worst actress category. Armstrong's name was taken from the ballot. Razzie's creator, John Wilson, saying that he apologized. Under 18s will no longer be permitted to submit nominations for the awards. Uh, There's been a few times, I guess Macaulay Culkin showed up a lot on that list. Gary Coleman has in the past when he was 14. Uh, Jake Lloyd from Star Wars was nominated at just 11. So, I mean, I can see why that might offend a few people. Poor kids is trying to... Oh, you gotta somewhere, right? Trying to feed her family. The Razzies will once again take place on March 11th, <laughs> which is the evening before the Oscars. I didn't realize there was actually like a ceremony. I thought this was an internet thing. I kind of did too. So there's actually a ceremony. It airs live on ABC. At on ABS. ABC? Yeah, like this is a real show. I had no idea. I, same. Yeah. Same. So that'll be on ABC on March 12th, 8 p.m. I would figure at best it would be like stream somewhere. And somewhere. That's it. Yeah. I, I had no idea this was like a real thing. But if you think about it, it is kind of messed up to nominate a 12 year old yeah. for worst supporting actor or something like that. Like, if I'm that 12 year old girl and I see that, like, I'm crying. I'm crushed. I'm crushed. If I'm the parents, though, I'm saying, hey, you've got to earn this, you've got. Uh, to be known. So good for Not you. Not all parents are like that, though. True. Just saying. It could go the complete opposite Like, if way. you're a complete nobody, you're not getting nominated for the Razzie. I guess. That's true. That's one way to look at it. But also, like, I wasn't the most confident at 12 years old. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no? Like, I wasn't like, whatever. I don't care. Ego- I'm Egos can be fragile at 12. Just a little bit. Yeah. Is this a good thing that for her, though? Like now that she's I, I mean, people are talking about her more than if that didn't happen. That's yeah. exactly okay. what I would be saying to my there kid. We go. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah, people are t- and and she got the Razzies changed, so so she wins. She kind of yeah. won. She yeah. kind of won. A new report from local officials details what actually happened the day that actor Jeremy Renner was hurt in that snowplow accident. So it looks like the incident report has been published from the Washoe County Sheriff's Office. The report shows that Renner was trying to tow his nephew's truck out of the snow uh, at his Rito, Nevada property. The plow started sliding down a hill, so Renner got out, but without putting the emergency brake on. The plow, which runs on a track, was then sliding toward his nephew, who was in a truck. I guess Renner tried to step up on the track to divert the plow or stop it. Uh, Renner was pulled under the piston bully, which is the plow, and the track rolled over him. So he suffered injuries to his torso, extremities, face, head. He's lucky Uh, it wasn't worse. Oh, my God. The report said that there were some mechanical issues uh, with the truck, but it's believed that the parking brake would have stopped the plow. He was trying to save his nephew. Yeah. He's a real-life hero. He's an actual real-life, like, Marvel, step aside. I'm a real real thing. Like, that's 
awesome. A piston bully, just for reference, it weighs at least seven tons. At least. That's a lot. That's a, that's a whale. It sounds like a good put down to you, piston bully. Yeah, right? Neighbors. You're nothing but a piston bully. <laughs> Neighbors helped as he waited 40 minutes for oh, first responders man. to arrive. Wow. Because of weather conditions. Oh. Boy, this could have been a lot worse. You're, you, know, but like this is pretty terrible. Like, yeah, wow. First, he tries to save his nephew, and he's just laying there for forty minutes. Oh God, poor thing. I'm just glad that he's on the mend. More entertainment news on the Fun 107 app. Maddie gonna see some rain wrapping up today. We're actually gonna see some sunshine by this afternoon, says Nick. Uh, so gonna expect it to dry out a little bit out there. It's 54 now. Have you guys heard about this doomsday clock that's doomsday been going around? Clock. So it's actually been around for a really long time. It was created to convey the proximity of catastrophic threats to humanity, serving as a metaphor for public and world leaders rather than a predictive tool. When it was unveiled in 1947, the clock was set at seven minutes to midnight. Well, on Tuesday... It looks like the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists, which is the nonprofit organization made up of scientists, former leaders, and security and technology experts, had an announcement to make. We moved the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 90 seconds to midnight. Wow. 90 seconds to midnight. 90 seconds to midnight. <laughs> Y'all are laughing, Man. but this is some real stuff here. Like, this is some scary stuff. 90 seconds to midnight? Sounds like a band. It sounds like a, 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 yes, a band, a movie maybe. No, but really, that's kind of disturbing. It's very disturbing. It was made in response to threats from nuclear weapons, climate change, COVID-19, it is the closest the clock has been to symbolic doom since it was created more than 75 years ago. Symbolic. That's the key word. Okay, whatever. But, like, it's things that are real. It is. So, uh, here's the key question. What's, the, like, the scale of this clock? Like, does the clock, did the clock begin when humanity began? So it's I'm not been, sure. Yeah. So, like, 90 seconds could be, you know... 3,000 years. Yeah. It's still pretty no, unnerving. It's, it's unnerving. Right. No, it's it's definitely not, you know. It came out of no. Well, I guess it didn't come out of nowhere because they, they had the um, does the, the, the broadcast. But does still. the Ukraine so situation, the is that, that part of this? That is part of it. The Bulletin of Atomic Scientists was founded in 1945 to examine global security issues related to science and technology. Each year, the group consults with a board of sponsors to analyze the world's most pressing threats in order to determine where the doomsday clock's hands should be set. And basically... As of now, that's where they're set. They have some ideas on how to maybe reset the doomsday clock. That'd be nice. Every country must make greater investments in public health. Every country should eliminate biological weapons and dismantle programs producing them. And all countries can vastly improve the world's ability to identify outbreaks before they become epidemics and pandemics if they invest in disease surveillance systems, share data, analytics, 
and intelligence on biological events and develop the ability to identify and attribute biological events quickly. Easy. Yeah, well, that's what that's the thing. That, and that's why, like, I'm kind of like, okay, because, like, what are you going to do? Like, there's nothing that the normal person could ever do. You know what I mean? Like, are you going to be able to change the way even one nation handles a pandemic or even one nation handles nuclear po- uh, nuclear weapons or biological no, weapons? No, I think or- this is a message for leaders and yeah. leaders need to change. But I think it's a trickle-down effect, too, of, okay, global warming is on that list. Like, we need to start realizing that it's real and stop pretending like it's not real. And people need to recycle and all like all this stuff. Like right, I will recycle. Like you've got my pledge here now. You're you're telling me you're not recycling. No, I do. I do. I'm saying I, I'm okay. I'm there. I'm with you right. on that. But I'm saying it's the trickle down effect, and it's freaking scary. Doomsday. Yes. Like we're clo- we're we're the closest to doomsday we've ever been. Two names. That doesn't freak you out. Vladimir Kim. Okay. What? <laughs> Putin and John. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Kim Jong. Like, good luck trying to tell them, hey, we can set the clock back, but stop manufacturing your atomic weapons. That's not going to happen. They're they're just too stubborn. That's the problem. All all I'm saying is this is scary. It's just scary. I I mean, yeah, I guess it is. It's disturbing. I see what you're saying, but it's just like, you know, I guess I... I don't really get worked up about things I have no control over. And, like, this is something that you just- I mean, that's the most terrifying part yeah. is you have no control. And we might be inching closer and closer to doomsday. Imagine what your kids are going to have to deal with in, like, 10, 20 years. And Vecna is not happy. <laughs> I hate all of At you. all. And something tells me that 23 is going to be the, the year for SZA, where she really breaks out. And that is called Kill Bill. You heard that first year at Fun 107. It's... Michael and Maddie going to see any rain that's not quite wrapped up yet wrapping up, and we'll see some sunshine by this afternoon here on the South Coast. I feel like there's a lot of signs out there that make you say, hmm, or question it, or double take. Uh, I think you saw like a Wendy's sign at one point. Yeah, it said the word, a G-rated Wendy's sign. It makes it look like, like, what the heck? What's the story behind that? Right? So I saw one, I'll be honest, it's, it's kind of dumbed down from your Wendy's story, but uh, there's a Dartmouth liquor store, CV Liquors, and uh, I went in there the other day, and it says, be back two minutes, I hope. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Why? What are you hoping for? Like, well, I mean, obviously, you'll be back, but like, it just made me wonder, like, Like, unless disaster strikes. Be back in two minutes. That's something like you'd see in a movie. It is. Like, uh, so they can, like, be back in two minutes. I'm going to go nap in the back real quick. (laughs) (laughs) But two minutes, that's very specific. Very. You know, like, I feel like the sign would be like five minutes or 10 minutes. Two minutes? Mm. That's super specific. The only thing I could think of is there's a Duncan right next door to it. Maybe they just went over to get a. I was thinking like restroom or something. They just run to the restroom. (laughs) I was thinking that too. Honestly, I wasn't gonna say it. (laughs) I hope. I yeah. Well, that's the other thing. I hope. Wow, things did not go well in there. Right. Right? Uh, Like, but I mean, at the same time, the fact that they wrote "I hope" is almost like a look into their mindset of like, back in two minutes. I hope. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I hope this only takes two minutes. (laughs) It's kind of funny. It's just at the same time, though, I appreciate it 
because you see be back signs, be right back all the time. I like how this has a little personality to it. I don't see those all the time. You don't. I hope. So Gazelle took a picture of it. It's up on fun107.com this morning. Turns out uh, the, it's the owner of CV Liquors. You got this backstory? I do, yeah. What is the backstory? So there's two guys, Chris and Pete. Pete's the funny guy. He, he's the humorous guy. And for 42 years, 42, 43 years, he's been in business with his partner, Chris. And they got a good thing going. And he's just, you know, down to earth kind of guy and likes to speak his mind. And he says he meant nothing by it. He just So where did he go? He didn't tell me. He said, <gasps> he didn't it was the bathroom. job. It was the, it was the bathroom. He, he said he didn't even know. He says. He writes these things and then he puts it in the window and then if he comes oh, back, he, he comes knew. back. He knew. <laughs> it was the bathroom. <laughs> but uh, but he yeah, made it. He, he definitely made it. Um, was it two minutes long? I wish you guys were there for this interview because I I could have interview. How do you not answer? How do you not ask these questions? Pete, was it only two minutes long? The people want to know. People need to know. People need to know. Need. All right, back to back to Russell's Mills Road. Oh God. <laughs> Make another twenty five minutes. It was a bathroom <laughs> break, guys. It is six fifty five. Uh ninety second news update from the Chart Oak Tavern newsroom. Here's Phil Devin. A disturbing scene at a Fall River church. Vandalism at Parish of the Good Shepherd on Wednesday. Now police are investigating. State Representative Alan Sylvia shared the scene on Facebook, noting sometime around 2 p.m., a statue of the baby Jesus was smashed and a bottle of bleach poured over the statue of the Blessed Mother. Sylvia called the vandalism, quote, a truly sad moment for the church, our community, and the person who committed this evil act. Two men, one from New Bedford and one from Wareham, are arrested for allegedly having crack cocaine. New Bedford police discovered the men in a car in the South End on Monday. Emmanuel Jose Colon Vasquez faces drug trafficking charges and Thomas Macedo is charged with drug possession. Police say they found 54 grams of crack cocaine, digital scales and more than $500 on Colon Vasquez. Macedo was identified as the driver of the car and he was arrested after police allegedly found a small bag of cocaine on him. Customers who ordered a Ford Bronco SUV are being offered a $2,500 credit from the automaker to change their order to a different model. It's due to supply chain issues, and it's being offered to people whose SUVs aren't yet being produced. They can use the credit for any other Ford product. A small number of people who signed a contract for a new Bronco in 2021 will get an additional $2,500 to order a Bronco without the Sasquatch, Hardtop, or Lux packages. Customers have until March 7th to decide. And Oreo is dropping the most Oreo Oreo Monday. For those who can't get enough of the iconic cookie, the most Oreo Oreo takes two cookies and puts a huge amount of cream in the middle. But unlike a double stuff, this cream has bits of, you guessed it, more Oreo cookie in it. The limited edition cookies go on sale January 30th. That means only four more sleeps, cookie fans. 
In sports, can the Boston Bruins go for seven straight wins? Find out when they play the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at 7. Then at 7.30, the Celtics try to rebound after back-to-back losses when they play the New York Knicks. Traffic and weather are moments away. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Hungry. Fun 100. And we've got Valentine's Day coming up in a few weeks. And so I've done some homework here, guys. I This is, you know, I would never do this for my own relationship or my own Valentine's plans. Um, but I, I went ahead and, you know, because we, we try to help out with these things. I searched and found the most expensive restaurant in the entire Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Wow. It is, of course, it's located in Boston. No, no yeah. surprise there. Uh, but it's in the Seaport District of Boston, which is really like up and coming. Like over the past like 10 years or so, like that area of Boston is booming. And so there's a restaurant there. It's a French restaurant called. Of course, it's French. Monton. It's spelled M-E-N-T-O-N, but it's pronounced Monton. Like Monton. So I, uh, <laughs> I looked it up. And in French, Monton means. The ch- moment? Chin. Chin. Which is a very strange name for a restaurant. Chin. Can you imagine if that was like, you know, in English, like here on the South Coast? Yeah, you oh, want to you wanna meet at Chin's? Let's yeah, go. We're going to go down to Chin's. My God. Crazy. Or just Chin. Uh, anyway, so um, it is the most expensive restaurant in the entire state. I want you guys to guess what would you say, for example, a bowl of pasta might right, cost? So if it's the most expensive... A bowl of pasta is gonna go for thirty dollars. Is there meat in it? No. Okay, so it's gonna go for thirty dollars. Noodles. Noodles. Twenty-three. You're both too low. I had a feeling. I'm gonna give you another try here. Okay, forty dollars. More. Sixty dollars. More. Shut up. Seventy-three ninety-nine. A hundred dollars. More. Shut up. You're <laughs> lying. Nope. $200. $160 for a bowl of pasta. What kind? Let's talk about this. What I kind? think it's probably homemade. I'm imagining it. But they, like, they is make it, it, are right? we talking bolognese? Are oh, we talking Alfredo? Your are they'll, we make talking... It, they'll make it any shape you want, I'm sure, for $160. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Is that crazy? <gasps> How about a martini? What do you think a martini oh. costs? $40. Yes. <laughs> you nailed it. It's $40 for a martini. I think I've paid upwards of 16 for a martini, 18. Was it good? And it was, I mean, it was good, but so is a $9 martini. <laughs> Jeez. So here's just some of the, the dishes. Yeah, I don't like it. I'm, that's what I'm saying. It looks terrible. Shocking. So Michael doesn't like a fine it's dining restaurant. Way too fancy. The only thing I would eat that are looks those amazing. Scallops. What are you talking about? It those looks scallops, good, but there's but, nothing there. Yeah, can you help well, me? That's, out? Like, that's the whole point of fine dining. I never understood fine dining because it's always the smallest portions and like. It's all about the presentation. Like, it's all about, like, the art form of food. It's not even, like, about the food sometimes. Yeah, and I'm all about the food. Right. So, yeah, like, the scallops look good, but can you give me more than four? Like, that's not going to do the trick. Can we talk about, like... What a weird flex to be like, I'm the the most expensive restaurant in all I mean, of Boston. They don't really build themselves as that, but it's just the facts. You just outed them. But like, did. I, I guess the flex means like, who are you bringing to this restaurant? Like, who's going to this restaurant? It's a very good restaurant? restaurant. A very good question. And I think I know the answer. 
So one of the things they do really sell on the website, and I'm going to show you some pictures. Tell me what you think of it. I mean, part of what you're paying for, too, is the location and, you know, the how, experience how nice it that. is and the yeah. experience. Yeah. Um, but here's like, this is private dining. So they really push the fact that they've got private dining available. Like, here's one. They've got a t couple different sections. Here's one you're overlooking the, the, the kitchen, kitchen. Wow. Which is kind of cool. You know what I mean? It's kind of fun. Um, I think if I'm, for example, Tom Brady three years ago, and I'm looking to go out for out to dinner with, with my wife, my ex-wife, Giselle, um, I'm making reservations here because he's going to be able to eat. Nobody's going to know he's there. Yeah. That is the kind of kind of person I, I mean, think is eating here. Yeah, like the average diner is not going to this place. I don't see they're how not you going, could. They're not going to Chins. So they do have, by the way, in case you're wondering, Valentine's Day specials. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, and and the way other, you know, other restaurants will be like, when you go on Valentine's Day, you can't choose from the whole menu. Like, here's the menu. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead. Right? Isn't I, that the worst? I, I don't like it, but I hate it's fine. that. Um, so anyway, you, it's a seven course meal. Okay. Now I'm listening. Hey, seven going. course meal and it's two fifty per person. And if you want, you can get wine pairings added to it, which they recommend it's 150 a person. So you're looking at 400 bucks a pop. So you, you leave there after tax and tip for dinner for two. It's over a thousand dollars. That's yeah. <laughs> crazy. The most I spent on Valentine's Day going out to eat was four hundred dollars, and I was in Providence at uh, I can't remember the name of the Flemings. Yeah, that sounds like that. right. Um, I almost want to send the link to this restaurant to my husband just to see what he says. Oh, say like, oh, I've been thinking like, about this. Hey, so I heard about this really yes. great place oh, man. in oh, Boston. Yes. Because here's the thing about my husband. Wait, wait till he gets back and you roll like video it. And there could be a good TikTok for you. <laughs> That's true. So the thing about my husband is he's all about the I deserve this mentality. Yeah. yeah. He works hard. He wants to play hard type of thing. And I feel like I could completely convince him to go to this place. Like totally convince him to do it. So the, see this um, this beef dish right here? That's $200. <laughs> oh, my God. And the uh, if you want, what was it? It was caviar, Ugh. an ounce of caviar, three hundred dollars. Well, yeah, that's, oh my that's god! That's everywhere though. That's yeah, that's the going price. I can't, I can't. And like this actually looks like a pretty good steak. And then whatever the heck that is, that is they, a, uh, a piece of tortilla chip that was bitten into. That's I'm what that sorry. Is. Like we are so fortunate to live in an area of the country where the food is delicious yes. and it doesn't have to be Gross. at a fine dining restaurant. Right. Yeah. Give me all the fish fry for $9.99. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's just where we are. Take it or leave us. It is 753. 92nd news update from the Charred Oak Tavern Studio. Another Fall River resident has filed a lawsuit alleging the city police department used excessive force and violated his civil rights. Lawrence Gallego claims officers entered the wrong apartment and injured him when responding to a call about a suspect with a gun in 2020. Gallego's lawyers filed a civil suit in federal court last month, naming more than a dozen defendants, including former police chief Albert Dupere. The Herald News says Gallego's is the latest in a string of lawsuits against the police department. The city has paid out nearly half a million dollars to three other people in the last seven months.
State police are investigating after a car carrier hit an overpass on I-195 in Fairhaven. Fire Chief Todd Correa said a car on the carrier is thought to have been loaded too high up. The car hit the Main Street overpass while the carrier was headed westbound Tuesday night, and that car was destroyed on impact. The overpass sustained minor damage, and car parts were scattered over a 1,000-foot stretch of the highway, with some damage to other vehicles headed west. No injuries were reported. The mother of two children killed in Duxbury Tuesday is being charged with their murders. 32-year-old Lindsay Clancy will be arraigned on the charges as soon as she's released from the hospital, where she's been since attempting suicide following the deaths. The Plymouth County District Attorney says the children were 5-year-old Cora Clancy and 3-year-old Dawson Clancy. A third child, a 7-month-old boy, remains hospitalized at Boston Children's Hospital. The DA's office says the investigation remains active. Americans are becoming more disgruntled at work. That's according to a new Gallup poll, which averaged results across 2022. It showed that less than a third of employees said they were actively engaged at work or feeling passionate about their jobs. That number is about a 4% drop from a high of 36% in 2020. Meantime, 18% of employees said they were actively disengaged, the highest that number's been since 2013. Gallup has been tracing employee engagement for more than 20 years. And it's not every day a woman gives birth on a plane, but that's exactly what happened on an Emirates flight from Tokyo to Dubai last week. The airline told CNN that crew members helped the woman deliver her baby during a 12-hour overnight flight. Both the mother and newborn were in stable condition when the plane touched down. In sports, two games tonight, the Boston Bruins and Tampa Bay Lightning at 7, and the Celtics and New York Knicks at 7.30. Traffic and weather next. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Was there covering this huge story yesterday that's on the way in minutes. Uh, but first, the real important story of the morning. We heard, we talked about this last week, about this husband calling contest in Iowa. Uh, they do it at the State Fair every year. And this is one of the highlights from, from this year. Bob! <laughs> Where's the Daryl? It's coming. That was my favorite. The clock says. Oh my God! Here it comes. Daryl! Oh. oh God! Stop okay. it, Daryl! If I was Daryl, I'd be running the other way. Never mind running towards her. But anyway, so, Maddie, I loved your quote about this this morning when we, when we first heard this. The internet wins again. Always. The internet always wins. So, from that has been born an auto-tuned version of these women calling For their your husbands. listening pleasure. Yes, so at 8.22 in the morning here in the South Coast, this will wake you up. This auto-tuned version. Be 
<laughs> this song slaps. That's pretty fire. That's pretty fire. That. The Daryl one's my favorite. I love Darryl! that. Daryl! <laughs> Good morning. Wake up, everybody. 823. 92nd News Update from the Charred Oak Tavern Studios. Here's Phil. A disturbing scene at a Fall River church. Vandalism at Parish of the Good Shepherd on Wednesday. Now police are investigating. State Representative Alan Sylvia shared the scene on Facebook, noting sometime around 2 p.m., a statue of the baby Jesus was smashed and a bottle of bleach poured over the statue of the Blessed Mother. Sylvia called the vandalism, quote, a truly sad moment for the church, our community, and the person who committed this evil act. Two men, one from New Bedford and one from Wareham, are arrested for allegedly having crack cocaine. New Bedford police discovered the men in a car in the South End on Monday. Emmanuel Jose Colon Vasquez faces drug trafficking charges and Thomas Macedo is charged with drug possession. Police say they found 54 grams of crack cocaine, digital scales, and more than $500 on Colon Vasquez. Macedo was identified as the driver of the car and he was arrested after police allegedly found a small bag of cocaine on him. Customers who ordered a Ford Bronco SUV are being offered a $2,500 credit from the automaker to change their order to a different model. It's due to supply chain issues, and it's being offered to people whose SUVs aren't yet being produced. They can use the credit for any other Ford product. A small number of people who signed a contract for a new Bronco in 2021 will get an additional $2,500 to order a Bronco without the Sasquatch, Hardtop, or Lux packages. Customers have until March 7th to decide. And Oreo is dropping the most Oreo Oreo Monday. For those who can't get enough of the iconic cookie, the most Oreo Oreo takes two cookies and puts a huge amount of cream in the middle. But unlike a double stuff, this cream has bits of, you guessed it, more Oreo cookie in it. The limited edition cookies go on sale January 30th. That means only four more sleeps, cookie fans. In sports, can the Boston Bruins go for seven straight wins? Find out when they play the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight at 7. Then at 7.30, the Celtics try to rebound after back-to-back -back losses when they play the New York Knicks. Traffic and weather are moments away. From the Chart Oak Tavern Newsroom, I'm Phil Devitt for Fun 107. Hi, Eddie, and if you have had kids in the Akushnet Elementary School, uh, either presently or in the recent past, there is reason for you to celebrate today. Big day. So a Christian Elementary has been named one of the top 55 schools in the nation. Wow. Is that accurate to say, Gazelle? That is absolutely accurate. That is incredible. Absolutely incredible. That is an, what an honor. Mention, recognition, you name it. Good job, Akushna Elementary. And again, this was not just, you know, for this year. This is a, over the number of years. There's been major improvements that have been made to the school and the scoring with the kids. So again, if you if you have been a an Akushnet Elementary family over the past several years, this recognition belongs to you. Christine Fox's kids go there? I, th I believe yes. they did, right? Yes, they did. I'm a little... I owe an apology to two special... Young boys out there who were in the crowd last night. I had no idea they were there. My own god kids were in the crowd. I had no idea. So how did you not know? I didn't 
know. I mean, listen, I have my moments. In, did you not know that they went there? I did not. All right. Well, that's fair. They're from a Kushnet. I should have known that. But yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Well, so, but good job to all the kids, really, and the, and the staff and the teachers. So they had a ton of dignitaries on hand yesterday, um, including the person who's in charge of the entire state's educational system at DESE up in Malden. Uh, his name is Jeff Riley. Uh, he was there. Uh, all the politicians were there, of course. Uh, the superintendent of schools was there to receive the honor. Um, but uh, the Jeff Riley, who runs the educational system here for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts had this to say about a cushion in elementary. Great to be here today. I mean, what a special community. Couldn't be prouder of the school, the school committee, the community, everyone who's pitched in to make this a special place. What energy the kids and and the faculty brought today. You know, I think everyone's kind of digging out after COVID and what we're seeing is our kids are capable of amazing things and, and you guys show this every day and our teachers are doing a great job and, and we're going to do it together. And Gazelle, you were also there. You, um, you got a chance to talk to Dr. Paula Bailey, who's the superintendent of schools. This award means the world to me, and I'm thrilled for our staff and students because they are the ones that have worked so hard over the past few years to make this happen. And it is an elite award, as you know. There's only two schools across the state, and there's about between 18 and 2,000 schools across the state, and we're one of two that were chosen and recognized by DESE. And now 55 schools across the nation are being recognized, and Akushnet Elementary is one of them. So our Wildcat Nation is extremely proud. Every day when I walk into the classrooms, they are always poised and ready to learn. They have the best attitude and behavior, and I couldn't ask for anything better here. I love it. This is a great community to learn and grow. Outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. I mean, what an, uh, it's such a big honor. Like, that's so incredible. One of the top 55 schools in the nation. Amazing. Uh, they've, they've been named a distinguished school. Uh, so distinguished. If, if you are a faculty member there, if you work in the, the lunchroom there, if you're a bus driver, parent, child, it takes a team to make something like this happen. Hats off to a Cushioned Elementary Amazing. Read more about it at fun107.com. Fun107M. This is a perfect example why. So, number one, this mom out there in Radio Land sent us, you know, a note. Can you please say uh, happy birthday to my twins? So, of course we can. We did that every morning at 735 and we did that. But what she also did was she videoed the reaction of the kids. Oh, I love it. Hearing their names on the radio and... They freak out. And so now she messaged us back the video. So it's like you're able to, we're able to chat in real time back and forth uh, on that Fun 107 app. You can DM us. You can send us videos and pictures. And you can even uh, record audio. Like if you don't want to call us, maybe you just don't have time to, to wait to get through and stuff like that. You can record the audio, send it our way, uh, and use the Fun 107 app like this. So listen to these kids, their reaction to hearing their names and hearing Maddie say happy birthday to them on Fun 107. Today is Friday, January 20th, 2023. These birthdays are brought to you by the ice cream cakes from Akushna Creamery. Happy birthday, Grace and Bane, Antoinette Fontaine, Matt Tatro, Jody Jackson, Kayla DuPont, Elle and Max Horseman. <laughs> Birthday, Dad. Tomorrow, happy birthday, Kaylee Cushman. They're losing it. 
lost it. Great example of why to download that fun 107 app. Dig into your-